The best piece of advice I have for someone trying to succeed in the film industry or any creative space is if you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing it wrong. Welcome, 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 welcome to Views from the Group Chat, the annual <laughs> dose of savagery. Uh, I can't believe we finally made it back after a year. We got the whole crew here, Steven and Chris. What's going on? How y'all been doing? What's up? What's going on? We need some um, some party grenades. Pew, pew, pew. You know, we got professional DJ here. You would think we had some some Jamaican horns or something. Hey, I, I got it. I, I asked I asked uh, Jabir last night what we're going to do some sound effects. If he's if he's willing to show me the editing, I drop him in there. Oh, but both of y'all going to learn it just in case. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy. Uh, I mean, we got shout out DJ Moss. He's been killing the things on on Facebook Live and. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got, get... Gotta actually add this this special nugget of information. The reason he became a DJ was because a year ago we were at your wedding. Exactly. I saw his uh his DJ and she was really good. I was like, man, I wanna I wanna just try it, just just to see what it's about. Bought a bought a DJ controller, tried it out in the beginning. I was trash, not gonna lie. I couldn't figure <laughs> I couldn't figure nothing out on how to blend. And you would think me being a drummer, I would know how to blend songs, but it's totally different. But I learned it, and in the beginning, you know, my wife said I was trash. They want to show me, they want to show me no love in the beginning, and then I just took it serious. Got a a better DJ controller. Really went downstairs in the in the man cave and and practice. Got better, got better. Did little gigs here, birthday parties. Uh, church churches barbecues, and then last year I was able to do the Christmas party, which was a total success. And uh, ever since then, everything's been really good. I've been DJing multiple stuff, and now I do the Facebook Live. Uh, you know, because of Corona, you know, try to make people have a good time at home, make them dance. And I think I've been on Facebook Live for maybe three, four weeks, maybe. And every yeah. every week, every week I get more people coming back. So I just want to thank everybody for the support, and I really appreciate it. Because without people that listen to me and give me feedback, I wouldn't want to do it no more. But I just like doing it. I like doing it. Hey, quick question though: You gonna get an OnlyFans page? I mean, you, might as well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you might as well just throw it out there. Get you your little patron. You know, get yeah. you your your five dollars per month for signing up. Yeah, get you a little oh. Patreon page, show a little nip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on the Facebook page today. Probably gonna do the Instagram page. The Instagram game's page is up. It's just that I don't have a lot of followers yet. What's the handle? Uh, I don't know the handle because my wife took care of that. <laughs> so I'll have that handle soon, and I'll share it with everybody. But I definitely, but I definitely, 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 definitely. Love doing this, cause this is dope. You need that OnlyFans page link, my brother. I got you. During these Rona times, you need to, you know, you need to get that uh, Fit T money. <laughs> Just go ahead and put that up there. Nah, he's been doing a great job, though. 
Um, definitely getting better. You can tell week by week that he's getting more comfortable with everything he's doing. Um, the music's been great. He's been taking requests. He, <laughs> the first week was real funny. I was like, man, we got to get this guy a space and new ad libs. Like every, t- every time I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you know, you could tell he's been uh, looking at the replays and like honing his his interaction with the people. Like it's definitely different because you're not, people aren't actually staring staring at you, looking at you. Like they're just looking at the computer. But uh, what what'd you do two weeks ago? You did 70s or two weeks uh, ago? 80s? Uh, la- uh, last week, the week before, I did the 60s, 70s, 80s. Last, last, yesterday I did the 90s. Next week I'm going to do something for all the couples out there. So that one's going to be real special. And uh, I just hope everybody tunes back in. And who's listening now, tune into my Facebook page because Jabir and Steven will share it on their Facebook page so y'all can see it. <laughs> yeah, we got you, man. I'm really proud of you. Definitely you. been putting that work in. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's uh it's been interesting to watch cuz like you said Steven, that first week you could tell he was super nervous. Um but every week he's got more comfortable. Now this past week though, like you wasn't even in the camera. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my bad. I figured it out today when I was I know I, I know what I got to do now so that you can see me and my TV screen to see the pictures that I put up there. So Yeah, he's taking it to the another, another level. Like first it was just him. You know, and now he got a little screen in the background. Like, he had the lights. I was like, I, I did laugh at the lights because he had the lights on during the gospel. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heathen. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, I, I really enjoyed it. We just, I just thought on the TV and just let it play while we kind of clean up and walk around the house. So, it's definitely yeah. been good. Yeah, thank so. you. I appreciate it. So, uh, BBJ, what you been doing during the Rona? What skills you uh are you are, are you refinancing? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have a talent like DJ Moss, so uh, uh I just got my certification. Uh, hey, there we go. No, don't just Certif- gloss by it. Like I just got. <laughs> tell the people, put something on, put some respect on it. It's a certified in management accountant. I've been studying for this for like a year and a half now. Two tests. Uh, failed the first test twice, which was annoying because I got the same score twice. But uh, finally got that done. Um, I mean, I'm still working from home. I, and not to say it in a bad way, but I, I'm very fortunate to work from home, uh, given what's happening right now with unemployment going <clears throat> crazy. But uh, it's weird working from home every day because uh, the the weekends just blend with the week. So everything seems the same. It's just like I'm not logging into my work laptop on Saturday and Sunday. But it's been it's been weird. And um, I guess the biggest thing is uh, I joined a fraternity. Uh, Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong sound. Wow. <laughs> wow. That sounded like racism. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am now a, a proud member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Congratulations. Um, founded in 1906, you know, and uh, shout out to my Lon brothers. It's been uh, it's been an interesting year because, uh, to be honest, I, I mean, all of the people who listen to us, they know we've been gone for quite some time. It's been about a year. So since that ended, like I've been trying to join the fraternity, trying to study for this certification 
uh, switching roles at my job. Damn, I completely forgot about that too. A lot of a lot has changed in a year. Um, so I've I've been blessed. I can't complain. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Unless something else happened. Did something else happen? What's your frat I mean, name? The- <laughs> What's your line name? Yeah, I'm not, no. <laughs> 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 no, y'all know what it is, and that—that's all that. No, that's hey. some things gotta stay in the bag, right? Yeah, that, we we yeah. can't. I'm not. We should not sharing we, that. We should post a couple pictures so people people can see you. You know, uh, we'll let <laughs> we'll let them see you with the meats out. <laughs> Yo, no, no, absolutely not. Yo, you definitely had your chest out in one photo. Yo, I, I'm not. I, I cannot divulge on what happened, but I don't know why that photo made it online. Like, uh, but let me ask you a question though, Jabir. Like one question, one quick question. How yeah. did you How did you handle them like yelling at you? Like, how, how did you handle that? Now, let me answer that for you. Like a boss. That's how. <laughs> like a boss. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I can really give. Yeah. <laughs> No need to go any deeper into the into the secrets. Yeah, you know, that's you know how the Illuminati true. works. We don't want this podcast to get <laughs> devoured and be lost. So. But that's that's awesome. I mean, both of y'all got some great accomplishments. Like, I mean, hold, hold up, 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 hold up. Father. <laughs> hold up. So we just we we just not going to act like you just finished your MBA. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that that just happened on Friday too. <laughs> also, then we really got something to celebrate. Congrats, my brother. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it, it's been a long two and a half year journey. Uh, I've never wanted to stop learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer have to to deal with these people. Uh, there's no more tests, no more papers. That's the worst part. Is the papers? It's just so much. There's just so much work, but. Honestly, I, I think I'm gonna miss it just a little. Like knowing that you had this group of people that are also going through something with you. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna miss all the people. I'm not even gonna fake like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I am just gonna. I'm not even gonna say I'm gonna miss the work. Like I don't know how to exactly. I'm gonna replace my time. Like it was always. It was also great because I could always have an excuse. Like somebody wanted me to do something. Ah, I got study. Like it was a built in. Like no, like uh, I got education. I can't. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> like anytime somebody wanted me to do something I didn't want to do, like ah, oh, my wife wants me to go to grocery store. Oh, I got a quiz. I got to take it. <laughs> you know, so I no longer have this built-in excuse to be able to tell people that I, I don't want to do something without hurting their feelings. But it is nice. The NBA is done, and I, I can't wait to stun on people on Monday and put it in my. Am I, uh, what's Ooh, it? Oh, that LinkedIn when you <laughs> yeah. put Stephen McCraney, comma, MBA? <laughs> no, nah, I just want to put it in my signature at work. Like, I don't even have a LinkedIn page, but I might make one just for it you, now. You like, need one. You yeah, need one. Yeah. I mean, I got to level up. So, LinkedIn, holla at me if y'all on here. So, you know. You definitely need one. You got to add that MBA to the end of it, you know, because it, it, it opens up the, the amount of people that search for you. So oh. are, are they doing something for you guys since you guys are not able to, I would say, walk? Like, are they doing like a special ceremony no. like live? No, they're just going to, they're just moving our graduation to um, fall. So we'll okay. move, 
we'll do it then. I mean, our cohort, we're going to do some type of virtual event for each other. But all I really care is that they cut my check. <laughs> that's all. That's the only ceremony I need. Like, I'm supposed to be getting a check. It's fat. It's going to be tax-free. I'm going to need that. So, <laughs> you know, I, I really appreciate having a job at this point. But uh, any extra revenue that we can generate at these times, I'll take it. <laughs> So are are you getting your degree? Like, are they gonna mail it, or are you gonna have to wait till September? No, no, no. They're gonna mail it to the house. I oh, want, I, I want my degree. I, I want hey, it. Get that frame. Yeah. I gotta. I I have. So me and Simone have our Howard degrees in the living room, but I want to frame those. When I got my grad degree, though, I didn't even. I may have not had it for like two days. I went into the Fordham store and I was like, "Yo, y'all need to give me a a, a frame right now." <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the degree just sits in the frame. I haven't actually put it on the wall, but it just sits in there. Well, it's funny. I was doing some house cleaning. One, I had no idea where my Howard degree was. <laughs> like, <laughs> for the, for the first five to six years of my Howard degree, it just sat in my underwear drawer. I was like, that's safe there. Um, <laughs> and then when I moved from D.C. to Texas, I don't know where it was until like two weeks ago. And so I now I know where it is. It's in safekeeping. But um, I, and I think I told you this, but for me, the undergraduate degree, that was something for me. Like that was like a degree, like a, a stepping stone in in life. Just that was personal. Like, hey, you go to high school, everybody expects you to go to college. So I did that. The master's was not really something I ever cared to get. It was on, the only person that ever really said that they wanted me to get a match with my mom. So I haven't told her this and she ain't going to listen to this podcast. So I can tell y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually plan to give the masters to my mom. Like that was something that she always believed in me doing more so than I did. So when I get it, I'm going to get it framed and I'm going to give it to her. Hopefully on mother's day or sometime oh, that's afterwards. That's uh, Cause she, she'll be more proud of it than me. That's, that's what's up. That's a good gift. Yeah. I always, always said that the, um, the masters that's for the culture. Remember when we talked about that? I was like, "This, this is for this is for the generation." This is so like when my kid comes up and he looks, he's like, "Oh, what's this one?" I'm like, "Yeah, let me talk to you about this one right here." Yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of people get this other one. Which yeah. You know. <laughs> like, no, no lie, I, I've kind of thought the same about mine. Like it's almost like setting the groundwork so that way when you do have kids and they see that you know you didn't just stop at one thing, like you decided to branch out and do other things. So having the the bachelor's is great, but having the master's takes it to another level and then adding other things to it. Um, that was a, another push for me to get the certification. It's like, OK, now is one more thing. Um, trying to just put the extra pressure on the kids a little bit so that way, you know, they can take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I think you're on the way to be able to take care of yourself when you're old. Like, I mean, I ain't gonna put you out there like that, but it's it's not looking bad for you. <laughs> now, I, I'll, I'll say who who might be worried over here after I heard his son giving him lip earlier. <laughs> no, that that guy might be worried. Hopefully, his daughter take care of him because his son looking like as soon as he's gone, he's never gonna hear from him again. I really, I really hope my daughter is the one that takes care of me because. Uh... <laughs> y'all already know about Preston. <laughs> and y'all know him being home with me for how many weeks we've been on this lockdown for? 
I don't even know. I lost track. But three, four weeks, just him being at home every day is just, it's just so annoying. <laughs> so so let, let's talk about that. How how has that been being a, a full-time working parent? Because you still work. Yeah. I won't give out where you work, but yeah. you still work. You're a parent, and now you've become a teacher. So um, like, <laughs> explain how that's all working during these times. All right. So it goes all the way back to what I used to say about, like, when we used to go to Preston's uh, parent-teacher conferences, and the teachers say, like, oh, you know, Preston, like, sometimes he doesn't focus, or, you know, he worries about this instead of worrying about that. You know, he sometimes he can be a class clown. I used to get mad, like, nah, lady, you lying. Nah, not my son. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, wow. Not my child. No, my child comes. He comes to school focused, no issues. Spanked you with yeah. one of those parents, bro? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man. <laughs> Absolutely, yo. Because I don't know, man. Because like, like I said, Preston. I don't know when he's home. Prior to him being here with me every day, he used to come home from school excited, no issues, do the homework, no problems. I never felt like there was any type of problem in the school with his behavior or him minding his business or anything because she never used to communicate that with me when I pick him up but I see her tell other parents like oh your, your child had a rough day today they, they didn't do this they didn't do that she never communicated that with me so I just figured every time everything was okay I go to the parent teacher conference bam oh well Preston does this he does that he does. I'm like what and I look at it like what you're lying like I don't believe you get out of here go home we talk to Preston no, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking about. Okay, Preston, I'm rocking with you right now. Don't make me look stupid. I'm rocking with you. We go through a whole nother half of the court of the school quarter. Parent-teacher conference comes back around again. And she tells me the same thing. And I'm like, nah, lady, you lying. I don't believe you. Finally, him being quarantined home with me for the last four weeks, everything she told me is freaking true. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is true. Like, he can't. I know it's I know it's hard him be him being home with me, his sister and his mom here. So I know it's hard because he wants to do whatever she does. Because my daughter, you know, she don't really have no no school work to worry about because she was in daycare. Shout out to the daycare teachers too because I got a lot of respect for them too. <laughs> like, so like she don't do no work. He has a lot of work because they do everything through Google Class. So he has to do a lot of school work during the week. And he wants to do what his sister does. But so his focus, he's not, sometimes he's not focused all the time. He's always focusing on whatever she does. And it's hard to bring him back to sit down and focus. You know, then he has like math tests and stuff like that. Like he knows, how, he knows his math. He knows how to read. Everything is good. It's just him sitting down to actually focus to do it because he thinks he's home. And when he's home on the week, when he used to be home on the weekends, we never used to do anything. No schoolwork. But so now it's all right. Now, Last week was a good week. Let's just see what happens this week. But once again, I have a newfound respect for school teachers, administration, and daycare workers because I, I think the other day, like I was just, I was just going to work just to be going to work. Sometimes, I'm like, <laughs> like I gotta get out of here, and I feel bad for my wife. Cause I know my wife, you know, she she does like eight thousand jobs for her for her company who she works for. So I know it's hard for her at the same time because my daughter wants to be around her. My son wants to be around her and she has work she has to do. So I say like sometimes I feel like I have the luxury of being able to go to work, to leave the house to go to work. But, you know, 
if she don't have to go out, she's not going out. So I'd rather just go out to work and do what I gotta do. But you know, it's 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 rough. If all the shout out to all the parents who are teachers and that are teaching their child right now, because I know it's rough. Because I know I was that one parent at one point during last week. I was just giving Preston answers. Here, take the answer. Yo, sit down. Yeah, just take the answer. Sit down. But you know, it, it's it's coming together. I just hope that eventually we get through this. And everything can slowly go back to normal because I need my peace and quiet during the week. <laughs> I need my peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> how how are you and Money Love over there doing? I mean, it's it's been good. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm blessed, so I'm able to work from home. <clears throat> she's still going into work, being that she's a nurse. But um, luckily, she's been fortunate enough to have assignments where she's not dealing with patients who are actually testing positive for COVID. So she's come home and like sanitizes everything. That might be the worst part because her paranoia of being educated as a nurse. And then when you see stuff online, it just immediately like sparks fear. Um, it could be true. It could not be true. It doesn't matter. It's just like you're, you're seeing it as you go to work. And then when you read something online, it just sparks what you've you may already think. Um, so when she comes home, it's like, did you wash this? Did you do this? Did you do that? It's like, yo, I haven't even been outside in five days. Like, I, I haven't touched anything. So if anything's dirty, it's you. Or if anything has any type of remnant from outside that could potentially have COVID, that's you. Like, how? why should I have to wipe the counter if I haven't touched the counter? <laughs> <laughs> there have been weeks that I've just stayed inside. I remember one week my hip started hurting because I hadn't been outside. Like I've just been <laughs> sitting, <laughs> just been sitting. And I was like, this is not life. And she came in she was like, you know, we still got to wipe the counters down. even though, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, I'm like, hold up. Like I haven't been anywhere. Like what, what am I cleaning? Like, what am I doing? But I, I understand where the new germs I, come from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like we're, I'm not even bringing them in. But I was like, you know what, like, sometimes I just have to, like, reset and just think, like, all right, it's just it's just a different time that we're living in right now. And just got to remember that the fear, the, I mean, I, I have a pre-existing condition because I have asthma. So she fears that if I catch it, my mom's going to kill her. So <laughs> she immediately, like, is just so cautious over anything that can happen. So she's she's just been so paranoid with what you touch and what you don't touch. Um, so I, I get it. But uh, man, it, it's been it's been really weird to experience all of this. And uh, I just want to send prayers out to those who've been dealing with it. I know a few people who have, and I'm sure we all know a few people who have. Um, so definitely fortunate to still have those people here, but some haven't been. So definitely want to send prayers out to those. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because I work for a university hospital and luckily we've been able to be on a rotational schedule over the last four weeks. So for a couple of weeks, I was on on campus and they're doing active COVID-19 research and we're having patients on campus. So, you know, you get it, you get worried, you're nervous because you never know where patients are. You never know 
what doctors coming from what part of campus and who they've seen and what they've interacted with. But the doctors and the nurses, they're professionals too. You know, they, they actually know how to wash their hands. They actually know, they understand the shedding process of a virus and they understand how to get their clothes on and off, things like that. So you just always, I, there's fear, but there's also like, I know the type of people that we're dealing with and they're professionals, just like your wife is like, she, she knows how to handle herself and, what she needs to do to make sure she doesn't bring anything to the home. And you just hope that everybody's having that same level of respect in 99% of the time they are, because they're not, that's what they're, they're there for. They're there to serve and help patients and help keep people safe and not sick. Yeah. But is, I, I was thinking today when I went to the store, I was like, I can't believe that it's come to this where Lysol and hand sanitizer are the things I'm the most worried about in my life these days. Currency, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you used to go to the store and you just like, what snacks am I about to pop? You know, like, how much am I about to pay for this steak or what type of fish I'm about to buy? Nah. Am I going to find Lysol? Am I going to find hand sanitizer? Is it going to be Clorox products, Green Works? Like, what am I going to get out of here that got soap in it, baby? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like that's all I go to for. Like, and oh, don't don't get me started on. I walked all the way to the car today, realized I didn't have a mask on. I'm like, nope, gotta go back. Like, there wasn't an op- wasn't an option. It's like it's almost like when you leave your cell phone. It's like ah, how long I'm be gone? Nah, I gotta go get it. Like, <laughs> is there going to be somebody else around me? Yes, gotta go get my mask. Yep. Yeah. Real question. Real question. What mask you got? Did you did you order those masks that I uh, I sent the link for? No, nah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay the five. I couldn't. And you, and you know what's the, you know the crazy part? Once you said it, once you was like, nah, I just had to pay it. I thought about it, like, man, he right. Like, but the problem here's here's the reason why I didn't do it. So my wife travels a lot, and when she would come home, she was always getting sick. Like the first couple of days back, she would get sick. So we already had masks, like. The surgical mask so that she could yeah. sleep in the first couple of days so she wouldn't get me sick. Um, so we had a, a box, like a pretty full box of masks. And it's, it's winding down. Like, I probably should have got that box. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> but I I saw that box and you know what got me? I read, I shouldn't have read the, I shouldn't have read the comments. Like, cause you know, haters going to hate. Like, you can't read comments yeah. on the internet. <laughs> If somebody was like, somebody was like, oh, these masks ain't useful. Then they, somebody else made another comment for the mask. And it got me shook. I was like, ah, I've heard too many horror stories, horror, horror stories on people buying masks that ain't useful. I'm like, I'm not paying $50, $60 for a box of masks that's not going to protect me. No, I, I feel you. I completely understand. The, the reason I asked was I put, well, mine didn't come in yet, but the. The other ones that Simona's been bringing in, it's the, you know, the standard mask, the blue one, the yeah. blue joint. I was in Target with it on, right? So I'm, I'm putting on, I mean, it's still cold here. So I'm in mask. Is it? So it's, it's, yes. It, it's it's not warm yet, bro. Oh. Like it's, it's like some days it's 40, some days it's 50. You might hit a random 60 and then it'll drop to like 37 or something. Like it's, wow. it's still kind of cold. It's so 83 I, I today. Jeez, oh we ain't seen 83 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still putting on sweatpants, hoodie, hat, everything, jacket. 
when you put that mask on and it, like my air does not get out. So <laughs> I'm standing in line at Target and I just start overheating. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to die from overheating because I'm trying to protect myself from the COVID, I deserve to go. Wow. Like I, this is stupid. Like I was so damn hot, I couldn't wait to go outside. Wow, it's, <laughs> it's disgusting. It, it take it takes time to get comfortable with the mask. One thing I, I had to tell the wife is, like, you gotta wear it. Like when I'm driving, I'm wearing it because I'm like, okay, I got to get used to this feeling. Oh, nigga, I do not wear that in the car. Yeah, you gotta wear it in the car. You gotta get used to not being able to breathe, basically. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing is you got to get used to not pulling it down. Like, it's protecting you. Don't touch it. You know, like, I feel you. You always want to pull it, tug it, straighten it. And it's like, ah, no, nah, you're getting whatever. Whatever's on the outside of that mask is now in your hands. Like, don't touch and it. The crazy part is now that we can't get no cut, like, my mustache is in my nose. So, like, when I put the mask on, it sometimes pushes it up. So, it starts tickling my nose. And the first thing I want to do is scratch. So, I might, you know, tug on the mask a bit. Mm-hmm. But... Man. Nah, the mask, I, I, I lucked up and got some Lysol last week. And I'll be honest, when I first got it, I was I was walking out the store chest high. Like, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, I'm the man in these streets. And then I took a couple steps, and I realized, oh, it don't count till you get to the house, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who's watching. Exactly. Like, it's, like... Listen, it's not complete savagery out here, but I mean, crime rate gonna go up longer. People yeah. that work, like people, people need things to do. They need to wait, ways to make money, and if they gotta come take that lifestyle out your cart, they will. And I, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh um, no, I got a quick question for y'all. So, y'all, y'all come, Steve. You said your job provides you with masks. They give you one mask on during your shift. Yeah. All right. So. My company, who I who who uh, I've been with for thirteen years, going on fourteen. I think they took their time with the mask. Like, you know, we lost, I want to say, like six employees so far, and um, they just started giving us masks. Like, just started giving us masks. So it's like, and I I I always been going to work with my mask that that my wife gave me from her job. And uh, even before the whole thing, you know, you had to wash your hands. And every time before I go to work, I would wipe my desk down, wipe my computer down, everything. So, you know, a lot of people that are just now they're saying, oh, you got to wash your hands. And not everybody's going to the extreme. I look at some of these workers and be like, yo, were y'all washing your hands? Hell no. Before y'all, after y'all done going to the ladies' room, men's room, were y'all washing your hands? No. Those are the first people I think about every time I'm at work. So when I get to work, I run to the bathroom. I always went to the bathroom and washed my hands. And I may not have touched anything during the commute. I still want to wash my hands. And I've seen people go in and out of the bathroom, just little rinse, run some water. And then they touch the door handle that other people who have washed their hands then touch a door handle. I'm like, you got to wash your hands all over again. But I don't say nothing. I take napkins. Any door handle, I try to take napkins and I open because I can't trust people at work to wash their hands. So I'm, I'm not shocked that people now all of a sudden are like, oh, you should wash your hands. You wasn't washing it before. Yeah. 
Now people uh, people were making fun of me because I I take a tissue like hey I gotta get up and go talk to somebody I grab a tissue go open the door one dude gonna say what you what how that little tissue gonna save you I was like same way that mask about to save you like <laughs> if you don't <laughs> if you don't understand then hey you take your chances I take mine exactly but I uh, I got a little ritual and hey it's kept me safe so far as soon as I get to work I spray my whole cube down in Lysol like the everything <laughs> it don't matter paper. Everybody can get it in the cube. Like I just bring the whole cube down. If somebody comes to my desk and they talk to me and they touch my cube, I wait till they leave. I spray that area down again because I don't trust you. No lie, you you might as well inject it if you spraying that much lights <laughs> off. You might as well inject it. Oh my gosh! Nah. And how's the grocery shopping around you guys? Is lines and stuff to get inside the stores or? Not really. It's artificial line. Like this one grocery store that's right next to us. They shouldn't have a line, but they they're creating a line by they make you wait thirty seconds behind the next person before you can go in. So the line gets kind of long there. Besides that, I mean, not really. There's not really lines. Like I went to the I went to the computer store today, and they did something that I thought was pretty smart. Like when you come up to the door, they gave you a paper, and then you scan you scan the barcode on the paper, and it puts you in line. And so then they send you a text when it's your turn to come into the store. So that kept that kept everybody from having to stand outside. Um, That's dope. But but I've been pretty. We've been pretty lucky on our side of town. There's always been plenty of food. Like it just it's random stuff that just ran runs out. I mean, of course, toilet paper and paper towels is like not really. It's not really hard to get. You just got to get up. You got to be at the store when the store opened to get it. I just want to give a shout out to my father-in-law real quick because I don't know what he did <laughs> or who he know, but he ordered. Toilet paper from some I don't, I don't know what company it was. They were supposed to send him a hundred rolls. He ended up coming back. Sent they ended up sending him two hundred rolls of toilet paper. And uh, I pretty much got a hundred. I got a hundred dollars. <laughs> I got a lot of toilet paper to last me for a long time. Uh, I'm a, and I'm a hoarder for toilet paper and uh, paper towels because that's that's the main thing that goes quick in my house. I can see that. I mean, you got two little kids, and then you and your wife. So I can see like how paper products could be just run through it in your in your home. I I just want to know why people are buying so much toilet paper. Like, if I can get the answer to that, that would be so helpful. So I read an article about this because people were really killing hoarders, and there are people that hoard. You know, there are people who are buying way too much. Is they're single, they're one person at home, and they got. A space amount of toilet paper at their house, <laughs> <laughs> but like not to go too deep and do a, a nerd dive. Basically, the the demand like toilet paper demand is pretty flat. Like it doesn't really go up or down. Like they know they know exactly how much toilet paper and paper towels that people need. And so there's two types of port- toilet paper, just like there's multiple types of businesses. Like the toilet paper and paper towel business is broken into residential. And then business or commercial. So, like, in I think you can realize that the toilet paper that you use at work is nothing close to the toilet paper that you use at home. Man, that toilet paper at work and that paper towel be so rough. Yes. So that's a whole other product than what they than what you use at the house, and it's a whole another way of making it. It's like seventy percent recycled. That's why it's never white. Um, it's like one ply. You know, we have multiple plies. Like it's it's plush at the house. So. Yeah. They're, you know how all these algorithms work and all how they've pretty much made sure that they, 
cost is exactly what it has to be. And, you know, they're buying the exact amount of raw materials they need. So they never they're not ever prepared for a spike. And they just can't just say, hey, now there were so many people using you. I think most of the people were using toilet paper at work and then coming home and you only using a small supply. But now everybody's at home. Everybody is using the good toilet paper. Nobody's using yeah. that that stuff to rip your butt cheeks up, you know. <laughs> so they they just can't stop the flip a switch and start making you know good toilet paper from the raw material for the the cheap toilet paper. And so they're not they're not used to trying to ramp up demand because there's never really a ramp up a need for ramping up demand, and they're already at capacity. Like they're even during the good times when people are buying regular toilet paper, they're making exactly what demand. It's requiring. So it, it, it feels like hoarders, but it's really the the manufacturers are making exactly what they're used to making there. And they just can't quickly speed up. Yeah. Well, I think I told Jabir and Mike this story. I never told you this, Jabir. I mean, uh, Steven. But, you know, I even put it on Facebook. That's how mad I was. That My wife sent me to ShopRite one morning. And uh, she sent me there to go get a whole... Not a whole list, but a half a list. Chicken, if I can get paper towels, paper towels, and all this other stuff. And I went, no issues, no expecting no issues. I go get, I go by the chicken area, which is what the produce section, right? No, what? no, nigga, the meat section. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't go grocery shopping. But um, these ladies started fighting over chicken, like. Come on, like what are y'all fighting over? The lady goes, Oh, it's supposed to be this price, and the one lady like, No, it's supposed to be this price. So they the two ladies took the chicken. Real talk. And they threw it at the cashier. Like, I don't want the chicken. Like, just threw it wow. at her. Just threw it at her. And I felt bad for the cashier. Cause you know, like also awesome I feel like all these essential employees that are working, like cashiers, uh like just, just the cash like cashiers and stuff like that, like they are vital right now, and like I feel like they should be treated with like the utmost respect, and like even before the corona, they should be treated with the utmost respect because like they do a lot of stuff that we wouldn't dare do, but like the way that they treated that girl, that 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 woman, and made her feel, and she just they just threw the chicken at her like, oh, we don't need this chicken, and the one lady was like, yeah, you probably need this chicken. And I'm look, I'm like, wow, like okay, now we're just gonna be. Just blatantly disrespectful because she's following the rules of what her job is telling her that you can't buy two packs of chicken. You got to buy one pack and save it for the rest of the people that's in the store that's shopping because you want to be that greedy, even though we don't know what your, the size of your family is. But right now, we, we're under uh, strict rules right now, and they're just not abiding by the rules at all. And it, and it even goes back to Newark, New Jersey, when they first said there's a curfew. No parties, no more than 10 people allowed to be at a function. And then once all that stopped, they said no more functions. Everything is shut down. I was at work, and I never get over this. This guy walked in my office and said, you're not going to believe this. He showed me a video of uh, this African, African-American male, and he was at a, at a party in the projects of Newark, New Jersey, like partying. It was like over 100 people. Cops came. And he was recording himself, and he was saying, oh, yeah, you can't arrest me. Y'all can't touch me. And I'm looking at this guy like, bruh, if I was the cops, I swear to God, I'm not trying not to, <laughs> I'm trying not to curse. <laughs> like, I would knock you the heck out. Like, you're not going to disrespect me. 
But like, come on, like you trying to we trying to get over this coronavirus. Like we trying to beat it, flatten the curve, make everything go back to normal, or at least try to get things back to normal. And y'all just blankly just throwing a whole entire project party. That's what it's called. It was called a project party. I mean, I know this is going to sound like not very sympathetic. I mean, but some people need to die, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a level, just a level of disrespect, you know. I mean, wow. I mean, hey, hey, I didn't want to say that, that most people deserve to die, but. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't say, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Whoa. Some, 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 some. I just want to be clear. We said two different things. <laughs> some people, some people. Right. Hey, I I know this is a joke. We, we've made this joke in a group chat before about uh, a boxer. And, it you know, luckily that boxer has recovered. But I'm going to make the comment here. The universe needs to correct itself. And yes, that's exactly what yeah. is happening. Thanos has snapped his fingers, and we are seeing correction. Yeah, I mean, in somewhat. I mean, they're just they're just some stupid people out there, and you know, if yes. if the COVID can get them about the way, I appreciate it. <laughs> like, I appreciate it. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want any good person to die. Like, but there's some people they're not here, they're not here living right. They're out here doing wrong. If, if the COVID nineteen can can help us out, you know, let it help us out. Time, <laughs> yeah. as I mentioned earlier, this is the the one year anniversary of us not being here. But uh, aside from that, it's also the last time we've recorded was right around Stephen's wedding, um, or right after his wedding, uh, coming back from his honeymoon. So. Wanted to get his thoughts on his first year of marriage. Obviously, me and Spates have been married for quite some time. Um, I'm approaching my seven-year anniversary, and Chris just had his seventh. Yeah, that's correct. Um, again, it, it's uh, been more like congratulations on that. It's been more like twenty years for you, for you know. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, it's different for me. Yeah. Like I married my college sweetheart. Yeah, but, you, you've been stealing uh, the pooty for for a long time now. Yo, yeah, yo. <laughs> We're not getting into that, but uh, you know, how, how has marriage been after a full year? I mean, it's been sweet. Like, I'm not gonna like try to dramatize it. It's been it's been cool. It's had its ups, had its downs. Like, just like any part of our relationship has. Um, I think the thing that that I've realized during the first year is just. It's just like being a parent, I, I guess. Like all the things that you say that you won't do, like at some point, your mind might change. Like the biggest thing I'll say is like, I remember I've had this talk with like you, you know, knew some time like when we were when we were like in college and stuff. Like, oh, I never understood why like a man would sleep on the couch. Nah, I, I definitely understand it. Like, I, I can definitely see why you would sleep on the couch. Like, listen, <laughs> couch like, be comfortable. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna say it was comfortable, but I say this. Um, when, when I was in the doghouse and I earned my time on the couch, <laughs> um, I, I, I say this, you look at the bed and you're like, I pay for that bed. That's my bed. I'm about to sleep on it. <laughs> when, when the option is, okay, you can sleep on the bed and 
I can go sleep someplace else. Now you can have a bed. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take the bed and, I, and I'll figure it out. But I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. I'll sleep on the floor. Like I'll sleep anywhere I got to sleep so that my wife can sleep in the bed and not, because you don't know where she's going to go. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like she could go anywhere. Like I don't, I don't know who's gonna be there either. But I know if she's in that bed, then I know where she at. <laughs> so just things, little things that you said that you wouldn't do, that you would do. Like I mean, I, I oh, I'm not gonna go here. I'm not gonna do this. Ah, she wants to do it. Fine, let's do it. So just, just kind of reneging on some of the things that you thought you, me, man, I do this. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I know you're not saying We had that conversation with you. Uh, not really. I mean, I'm not. I'm not totally bending over. Like, I'm not giving. I'm not giving it up (laughs) like that now. But I mean, I I didn't say you was. I didn't say you was giving it up. But I remember me and Space was telling you like you're gonna see, like (laughs) things transition quickly. Um, it's just been little things though. It's been things that it's like just just do it. Let it let it slide. Like it ain't been nothing big. Like I ain't. Nah, I'm not giving it all up. Like you're not getting the full shot. Like, nah, I still, <laughs> nah, the you, full load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all ain't gonna put me out there like that. Nah, like, like y'all y'all live your life the way you want to. But I mean, you, you we was just on the phone talking about how you weren't. Uh, if you had a daughter, you weren't having tea time. Yes, you are. That's how you giving it up. <laughs> I know Spates is having tea time. Now she, no, you see, we don't do tea time here. We do, uh, like, she likes the, the, the kitchen. Like, we got, like, the little fake kitchen. So she likes to cook. So I feel like she's cooking food, and we just sit down, and we act like we eating food. Exactly. Your man. What you sitting down on, Spades? Well, you know, she got, we got, like, the little tables and shit, like, little fake, little small Yo, chair. you way too big for that table. God damn. I've I mean, seen that table. Dang, man. <laughs> you call I didn't, no, no, no. I didn't say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't say you was fat. I just said you too big. You're an adult. No, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to coordinate to make make sure you <laughs> sit right you fit right you know. Leslie Child can sit in the chair just fine he got it anything to put a smile on her face you know? exactly and that's what I was telling Jabir like he gonna he gonna be doing tea time he don't think Jabir you don't think you gonna be doing tea time I don't wanna do tea time you gonna be doing tea time Barbie time Oh, he's definitely doing, doing Barbie time. Right, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. You know how I know you're doing you're Barbie not- time? You know how I know you're going to do Barbie time? Because you love toys. Like, you're going to be buying all the toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm, I've I'm, never, I'm not buying Barbies. I don't even buy Barbies for Olivia. That's true. There's not enough black Barbies. Well, well that's, that's the thing. Um, I don't I don't know where she got it from, but, Gar- I mean, Olivia has black Barbie dolls. So, you know, she plays those all the time. But her new thing now is... Is YouTube for kids? Like, I'll be watching the dumbest stuff with her, but it was just one particular kid. Like, his name is Ryan. It's like I read something about him. Like, he's worth like millions of dollars, and all he does on his channel is he buys these toys and he opens them up and he plays with them. She loves that. I don't know why, but I've asked multiple parents that I know. Like, does your child watch this? They're like, yes, all the time, and I don't know what intrigues their mind about this but they love to watch that she loves that um that i don't know if she's a singer or she's a youtube sensation i would say is jojo siwa i don't know if y'all know jojo siwa like no we ain't got no. we ain't got kids bro we got kids. I, have no, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about right now like this podcast like, i have no idea it's taking loved, a wild turn <laughs> she, she loves jojo siwa like she's a 
she's a YouTube star, but she sings and she basically caters to all like the younger kids, like the kids from like ages two to maybe like seven, and like she just dances and she sings. And, and uh, another thing that my my daughter is big on is the Mass Singer that comes on Channel Five, like Fox. She loves the Mass Singer, so I know she's just she's all over the place, but. You're gonna be doing a lot of stuff you don't want to do, Jabir. Because I know all I the parents, all the parents right now, are like, oh, my daughter loves that too, or my son. Loves. <laughs> I mean, the mass singer though, that's that's an adult thing. So my yeah. my wife, she never, my wife has never watched a show, but she knows everything that happens on there. I had no idea how. Like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I've never watched that show at all. But Jabir, you're definitely gonna be doing tea time and yeah. Barbie time. You're, we are supposed to be talking about. <laughs> you're a tea time one guy. <laughs> That's a T. If there was ever a tea time guy, it's BBJ. He gonna be in full suit for the tea time. <laughs> like, now, if I could get fly for the tea time, then maybe. Exactly. Exactly. No. If, if we get to play dress up, then I, I'll do it. I'll get fly for the tea time. No socks with a Rolex on. No T-shirt either. <laughs> well, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't got no Rolex. <laughs> We got, we got a citizen watch, okay? We we do not have Rolexes in here. Oh. I definitely know you got Movados, you You got a Movado. I do not. I do not have a Movado watch, sir. Okay. Yeah, I'd just be making stuff up. Anyway, <laughs> back to the topic. Uh, one year anniversaries. Uh, trying to think back to mine because it's been a long time now. I don't. To be honest, I don't even remember what we did. You probably went to Paris, Italy, you know? No, 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 no. We traveled. Um, damn, where did we go? I can't remember. Well, how was the experience? Like, we're not really talking about traveling. Like, geez, like, it's always, always yeah. like, God, it's always, no, it always comes back to how much money we spent that year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, was that a $10,000 trip or a $40,000 trip? Like, geez. Right. The, he, the, he, he, the experience dragged of the me down. Year. No, space dragged me down with that question because then I started thinking about it. Like, damn, where did we go? Uh, the first year for me was, I have to admit, it was kind of rough because I, I didn't have, I didn't, I think my expectations just didn't match with what was actually happening, happening, and it didn't shift. And I think, from my perspective, I think she had similar experience where. We expected one thing, but that's not what was actually happening. And I think it just took time for us to actually, I mean, to be honest, what we didn't do during that first year was communicate enough and sit down and talk to each other about what we're expecting as we move forward. Because forever is a mighty long time. And uh, I don't think we really sat down and talked about how do we want to progress as a family when should we have kids or when should we do x when we should when we should do y when we should move into a house like we we didn't have those conversations those things just happened mm-hmm. um not to say that we're in a house now but it's just anything that we should have talked about it just it became a decision later on but there was no full discussion even moving to massachusetts like we have two different recollections of how that happened and we never sat down and just had a full conversation about it so I think that was one of the one of the things that I I don't want to say regret, but it's one of the things I wish we would have done more of. And I will say a lot of that probably falls on me because I tend to when I communicate, it's like I've already thought of like seven different scenarios instead of maybe just having the conversation first and then thinking of scenarios. I just 
that's just how I've always operated. And when you're in a partnership, you can't do that. Or I can't say you can't do that, but you should I mean, try to limit. You're a barbarian, though. Like, yeah. yeah like, I mean, I've heard, I've heard you speak. Like, I've known you for a long time. Like, it's, it's, it's savage. It's a, it's caveman. I, I try not to. Yeah. So it, it's good that you realize that, though, and, and you're working on it. So definitely giving you praise on that, and you and your wife, you know, y'all both realize that, and y'all are both working to be able to communicate better. That's that's growth. Growth. Yeah. Doing my hand signal from uh from insecure growth. Yeah. What about you, Space? Did I know you? I don't. I don't think I knew you then. Like on your first, you and Gardan's first year of marriage. Like, um, nah, nah. Um, how long? How long were you married before we went to Jabir's wedding? Uh, I don't think I wasn't. I was. Oh, I was about to say I wasn't married. Um, I was about to say mean, whoa. <laughs> my wife. She was. We were pregnant. She was pregnant. Uh, with Preston. So. I would say like six months, maybe okay. six months. Yeah, we we were probably like so. In my first year, it's all a blur because I feel like my first year just went fast because I had my son. No, wait, yeah, I had my son first, bought a house, so like everything went fast and like um, we didn't really get to. We enjoyed our first year of marriage, but we really didn't really enjoy it. I mean, cause we didn't have no time to us as soon as. I mean, we did have time, but something happened to stop that time with us. So, um, <laughs> you know, plus you know what that was, <laughs> and plus, plus we were traveling a lot. You know, we were traveling, traveling to Maryland to go see my mom. Cause my mom was sick, so like we didn't get to do a lot of stuff in our first year of marriage. But I mean, within that first year, went through a lot. Kid, house, and I feel like during that whole process, me and my wife, like we disconnected, and that caused a lot of arguments once everything died down like there was no communication like we would there were times like i would sleep on the couch just to sleep on the couch and not even go upstairs not because we were arguing it's just because i just wanted to be downstairs and um i would say now our first year going into our second year things got better got better got better but our first year i i think they always say your first year is the test for your marriage to see if you guys can make it a year. I don't know what the divorce rate is, but I know it's like the first few years are the rocky years of your of your marriage. If your marriage can withstand a lot of shaky things, you know, me working where I work for, company I work for, sometimes it's demanding. Sometimes working doubles, not being home, that was rough on her the first year, especially when my son was born. Yeah. Her not getting her not getting any sleep, me working doubles. But I think she understood why I had to work the doubles. One is because I had to provide for my family because she was on a disability and my job is demanding. So as time progressed, it got better and better and better. But like I said, that first year with everything going on and everything hap- everything happening so quick, we lost connection. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of that one year and we were able to have a date night, I felt like that opened up the door, started to be in a better place. And like I said, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else because she's she's that ride or die. So I really love my wife. Yeah. I don't I don't really know much about you and Gardan before we went to Jabir's wedding. How long were y'all together before y'all got married? Um don't give me the lion. Um 
Appro- <laughs> approximated. Like <laughs> just, just, just shoot was, me out of a range. <laughs> I would say like maybe two years, cause okay, yeah, two years, two years, cause yeah, two years, two years. Cause we moved, we moved in first before we got married. Mm-hmm. And yeah, two. I would say two years. I would say two years. Okay. Yeah, two years. That's and, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think moving in together. I know a lot of people might disagree, but me, I think that was probably one of the best things that could ever happen because I got to learn her habits. She got mm-hmm. to learn my habits. And then, you know, I got to see all, like, she has OCD. Like, everything got to be clean. You know, like, I leave a pot in there for two days. Nah, she wants that pot clean now. So, you know, just learning her habits, how she moves, and, you know, it, it, it worked out pretty good. It worked out yeah. for the best because I don't know what would have happened if we never – if we would have just got married, then moved in, and then learned her habits, and I think that would have drove me crazy. So yeah, no, I, happened the way it did. it's all three of us lived with our spouse before we got married. You you and Simone lived together, right, Jabir? Yeah, we. I think we lived together for maybe about a year or two before I proposed. Okay, I I mean I'm gonna be honest. I know you know. The, uh, the older generation, they, they think it's shacking. They don't like it. You know, they don't love it. But to be honest, like, I don't, if we hadn't lived together before this, it, if our first year living together would have been our first year married, we don't know if it would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if it would have made it. Like, having living together really, really saved this this ship because uh, it, it wasn't pretty that first year. I'll, I'll, I'll tell one story before we get out of here. So, I remember our first year living together. We're sitting in the bed. We're watching TV. She has a computer on her lap. And I look over on her screen, and she's looking at, like, buildings. I'm like, she's about to buy a building? So I kind of say, hey, what you looking at? She's like, oh, these new apartments. And I was like, oh, you want to move? Like, you want us to move? Like, I said that, like, you want us to move there. And um, she's like, oh, I'm just looking. I'm like, for, like, for us? And she's like, oh, just, like, a one-bedroom. And I'm like, one-bedroom? Like, you moving? <laughs> and she was like, I mean, I'm thinking about it. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, what you mean you're thinking about it? And then that that set the table for a conversation for us to kind of understand, like, what was going on in her mind and some things I need to work on. And that that woke me up a little bit on, okay, I need to fix some things, like, that I'm doing that I had some issues with. Um, that not that weren't her fault or anything like that. Just things that I wasn't, I didn't know I was doing, you know. So I, I always, that's always one of my stories. That I like, like you, you just surfing apartments. She didn't even realize it. Like I bring it up, she was like, I wasn't. I was just looking. I was like, nah, we ain't just looking. Like if I just on, <laughs> I just don't be on. Like I don't know what's any of these dating sites. If I was like on Hello Cupid, like I ain't just looking. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm shopping. <laughs> like. It's those subtle moves they do that that speaks volumes. Yeah. Man, uh, just want to say congrats again. But clearly, you know, it's it's an achievement just to even get married, <clears throat> and then it's another achievement to uh, be married for a year. So congratulations to you and Charlene. Um, Thank you. We appreciate. Wish you many more, and congrats, congrats. to Spates on his. Uh, his anniversary as well. I know it was last month, but yeah, you know, you. seven years is so that the the statistic is I think seven years. It's a fifty percent uh, oh, okay. 
divorce rate. So you've passed the seven year mark, my brother. So congrats. Thank you. It wasn't you on the other side of the fence. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. No, nah, they're Thank they're you. they're definitely not getting divorced. Like nah, she not she not letting that happen. <laughs> uh it was great doing this again with y'all. Um honestly we obviously we we talked through our several versions of group chat, so but this is something different. So I, I really appreciate getting this started back up. Yes, so sir. thank y'all for for having this together and to uh one particular friend who demanded me to uh to ask if <laughs> we wanted to record this. Here you go. You got it, damn it. So <laughs> now um you can get off my back. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember the outro. Um, but I'm just going to say thank you for listening again. I, I think our Twitter is still active. I don't know if they, these things deactivate when you don't tweet. Uh, but it's there. It'll, it'll, it'll be up and running by the end of the week. No, midweek. Midweek. It'll be up and running. You, you gotta talk to we'll call the, Guru. Here yeah, you I'm go. Gonna call <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call the Guru. As soon, as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to call him let him know that we're done and Let's try to get this uh, this Twitter up and running. Yep. It'll be on our Facebook, Views from the Group Chat, and uh, it'll be on iTunes once I figure out how to put it up there. And uh, <laughs> thank you again for listening. Uh, does anyone remember how it went? No, nah, everybody just stay safe, stay inside. And, and wash your hands. Please, wash your nasty yeah. ass hands. <laughs> 20 to 30 seconds. Hot water. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.